lights are dimmed while the magical mirrored and colored accent lighting all around make the space look infinite. I'm in the middle of a sprint during our large summer event, Sweat Working Week, and I hear the instructor Meg note how lucky we are to be in the room together sweating in the same space. We finish the 20 second sprint and I go back to the casual pace, moving to the beat of the music. My right hand and left foot climb up, and then my left hand and right foot climb up. The Versa Climber sort of gives you the feeling of being on a bike to nowhere, except you're climbing Mount Nowhere instead. And ask anyone who's been put on a Versa Climber by their trainer what they think of the machine, and the first reaction will be a look that you'll recognize quickly as a combo of fear and respect. It's another machine that earns the title of love-hate. You might love how much you can get done so quickly, but you might hate how much you have to do so quickly. You know what I'm saying. I'm Gina Anderson-Cohen, founder and CEO of A Sweat Life By The By, and this is another episode of We Got Goals. And today we'll be spending a lot of time talking about the Versa Climber, a machine that's featured prominently at the center of Rise Nation's studios. But here's the thing I'm learning about Rise Nation and the Versa Climber. It is all driven by people who are never satisfied. They're running full speed at the status quo, like the goddamn Kool-Aid man, and they will not stop until they break through. Jason Walsh, the founder of Rise Nation, brought the Versa Climber to his clients after seeing them get injured on more traditional cardio equipment. The Versa Climber had been a fixture in weight rooms, but it hadn't yet hit the celebrity training circuit and everyday athlete routines. Seeing success in his one-on-one -on -one sessions with celebrity clients, Jason brought it to a room full of people. Enter Rise Nation Los Angeles. And now Rise Nation with locations in New York City, Cleveland, Chicago, LA, and Dallas, counts itself as one of Mark Cuban's investments. If we've learned anything from Shark Tank, we know that the Cubes love sports, tech, and Dallas, so it fits at least a couple of those. And let's take a step back even further to the creator of the first climber, shall we? So you walk around with a device on your wrist, I'm guessing, mine is an Apple Watch, and for better or for worse, it tells me when I'm exercising, like, it looks like you're on a walk right now, and it keeps track of my heart rate. Before developing the Versa Climber, Dick Charnitsky patented the technology to track your heart rate on a wristwatch. Investors were like, nah, pass, we don't think anyone will care, lol. Anyway, rejected, but not deterred, Charnitsky went back to the metaphorical, no, actual garage, and created something else. Enter the Versa Climber. That brings us about up to speed as we meet Meg Flynn, who has been a part of the Rise Nation family since it expanded from its first studio in LA to Cleveland. Meg, whether by luck or cosmic force, lived above the new Rise Nation studio as she pursued a career as an orthopedic surgeon. Yes, Dr. Meg operates the Chicago Rise Nation studio as well as practicing as an orthopedic surgeon. Dr. Meg, like Jason Walsh, like Dick Chernitsky, is never satisfied with the status quo. So we hear from her what it was like to find this machine, this method, and this community. And she'll also explain why it was so important for her to bring Rise Nation to Chicago. She shares the effort it took to open the studio through the pandemic and how this method taps into the athlete in her. And as you're listening to this episode, if you want to try Rise Nation for yourself, you can take advantage of an incredible offer. Use code FREECLASS, that's no spaces, F-R-E-E-C-L-A-S-S, -S, to get a free first class at rise-nation.com. And here I am with Meg. 
This is Gina Anderson Cohen, and I am here with Meg Flynn, who is a lot of things, uh, but she is one of the forces behind Rise Nation in Chicago. Meg, tell us what's Rise Nation. It's my favorite question to answer because it's one of the things that makes it seem like people are interested in coming. So Rise Nation is a Versa Climber only choreographed fitness studio. So for people who don't know or have never been on a Versa Climber, they're essentially eight foot tall machines that are stair steppers with arms. So they're essentially a full body workout. They're originally created in the early 1980s and are relatively expensive, a little bit difficult to mechanically use. And so we're seen primarily only in high-end gyms and in professional and collegiate strength and conditioning programs. Um, So Rise Nation was founded in 2014 by Jason Walsh, who is a strength and conditioning coach turned celebrity uh, personal trainer who had a lot of success with a lot of his very high-end clients using the Versa Climber. And he wanted to bring that to a wider audience. So Rise Nation started in 2014. And as far as we know, it was the first choreographed climbing studio. So similar to choreographed cycling studios, that's essentially what Rise Nation did with the Versa Climber. So started in LA in 2014, founded by Jason and gained a lot of popularity in that area. A lot of celebrity clientele came to the LA studio. Several professional athletes came. And and then the strength and condition coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who uses the Versa Climber a lot in their training, went to the Rise Nation studio in LA because a lot of the Cavaliers at that time had homes in LA during the summer in the off season. And so Derek Millender opened the second studio in the country in Cleveland in 2017, which is actually how I got involved. I know I'm talking a lot, but we're just going to go straight through it. Um, (laughs) No, I like that. I like this, (laughs) man. So I got involved before the Cleveland studio was open because I lived in the building that the studio was going into on the first floor. And Derek had sent an email to anybody. It was a relatively small building to see if they're interested in instructing or working the front desk since it was going to be right below us. And I was finishing up my third year of residency as an orthopedic surgeon at Cleveland Clinic. And I figured, you know, I might be trimming down my work hours from anywhere from 80 to 100 hours a week to 60 to 80 hours a week. And I have always been a fitness enthusiast. So I responded to the email and apparently was the only person to respond to the email (laughs) and got involved that way. i got on my Versa Climbing the first time or got on a Versa Climbing the first time in Derek's apartment and then met Jason and went with the team, met the team out in LA for a training session for a week. And then we opened Cleveland in 2017. So anyway, Rise Nation, it is a choreographed Versa Climber studio, 30 minute classes and relatively unique and new concepts that a lot of people haven't had an opportunity to participate in yet. I, I love that when you said, when you said it gained popularity among, and then you pause before professional athletes, I thought for sure you were going to say real housewives 
um, that that shows the difference between my consumption of media and perhaps yours. <laughs> but, but, also, it was also featured on Real Housewives. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle Richards definitely has gotten on uh, a Versa Climber in a, a Rise Nation class. Um, yes. If that matters to you, dear listener, it matters to me. I, I like her. Um, okay, so... A lot to unpack there, Meg. You, totally. You're obviously like very passionate about this workout because I don't think someone um, would go along for the ride with the way you have for Rise Nation while also going through residency, while also um, becoming a – you're now like a practicing orthopedic surgeon, right? Yes. Yeah. So you, you're seeing patients and cutting them open and helping them be functioning humans again, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how you define orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. That's what we try to do. Yep. Yeah. A common, a common phrase that we'll say is, and we do sometimes save lives, but I don't yeah. save lives, lives. I save lifestyles. Mm. Oh, I like that. In both areas of life. So in Cleveland, um, you sort of became like number two, right? You were, you were functioning as basically the, um, the studio admin, the, the GM, what do you want to say? How do you want to call that? Well, I essentially, so I lived above the studio, which made it really easy for me to pop down whenever I needed or wanted to. And it became a second home for me within my same home structure. Um, and there's, there was a great, still is a great community in Cleveland, a lot of great people that were there. So I spent any and all of my free time down there. Um, and so with that came some responsibilities that I just took on myself. So I saw, you know, areas that needed to be fixed or um, would reach out to, to Derek if he was traveling with the team and, and, and try to change things if we needed them to be changed. Um, now that gave me a lot of, I mean, I was given, afforded a lot of uh, latitude and I appreciate that to this day because it, it now has given me an opportunity to, to essentially open a studio of my own without having, and without that prior experience, this would be a much more difficult endeavor. Yeah. So, which gets us to Chicago. So uh, Rise Nation is now in a lot of different cities. Um, I know there are locations in Dallas, LA, um, Cleveland, and now Chicago and other places too. I'm skipping a bunch, right? Well, so right now our currently active studios are Cleveland, Dallas, New York in NoHo mm-hmm. uh, just opened about a month and a half before we did. And then Chicago. Um, those are the currently active studios right now. Yep. Um, and how did, so you went from Cleveland. How did, how did the jump kind of happen between um, sort of operating uh, Cleveland with Derek or helping Derek and then opening Chicago for yourself? Right. So residency for orthopedic surgery is five years. I started with rise at the end of my third year. So at the end, so two years later, at the end of my fifth year, I moved to Birmingham, Alabama to do my fellowship in sports orthopedic surgery. And so I was there for a year after about three or four weeks, I missed the Versa climber so much. I actually purchased one and had it sent to my apartment in Birmingham. So I had a one bedroom apartment. It was in the (laughs) corner of my bedroom. I still have it now. It's still in my, my apartment here. Um, but that's how much I missed it. And so when I decided and, and signed a contract to work in Chicago, which is, you know, I sort of always wanted to come to the Midwest 
had always tried to live in Chicago and try to train in Chicago, but the way that medicine and the way that you sort of match into programs is a little bit different. So I had never had an opportunity to match or live here previously. So Chicago was always high on my list. So when I signed a contract to work here, one of the first people I reached out to was actually Jason to try to see if this was going to be a possibility. So unfortunately, that was when I reached out to him was the very beginning of March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we all know, shortly thereafter, COVID hit and really impacted fitness throughout the country. And so I moved here in August of 2020 and started just searching for places that we could potentially put a studio. And we eventually found our current space in February, really, of 2021, but didn't start um, our actual construction until February of 2022. Yeah. That's a, that's a crazy timeline. Um, yes. I mean, obviously COVID delayed a lot of things for a lot of people, but yes. push, pushing you out two years that way must've felt, especially for someone like you who is very driven and, um, likes to push things forward. Like it must've felt like forever. Right. Oh, there's, there are certainly days where we <laughs> weren't sure if this was going to come to fruition for sure. Um, and it's, I mean, even today, it, it, I'm sitting in the studio right now and it's sort of a, it's almost like it's not real, right? Um, one of those situations where you've dreamed of it for so long and you've been planning for it and, and it's here and, and you have to, to recognize that every time you step in this place, it is, it is exactly what you've worked for. So, um, so just trying to, to be as appreciative and grateful for everything, even though, you know, on some days it's like, you know, you, you have things happening in the bathroom and, you know, ceiling lights are coming down. There's, you know, there's always, there's always something to, uh, to sort of derail that appreciation and, uh, and gratitude. And so it's really great. I think sometimes to, to remember all the things that you, that you had to do in order to make it happen. Yeah. I remember the, probably the second or third class I took with you, was during sweat working week and you, you, you did express that gratitude for just like being together in studio and moving, um, moving our bodies in one room, which, which was very, it felt like a very genuine place. I mean, like I feel the same way after being, um, pulled out of my comfort zone, like a sweat life was something that very much like gave me community, gave me home, gave me meaning. Um, and having to do it all virtually was rough. Uh, I, I sense that in you as well. Absolutely. I think, I mean, I'm clearly biased when it comes to, to group fitness. Um, I mean, I, I did a spinning, my first spinning class, I think when I was 13 or 14, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've just, I, I've been a team athlete for, you know, probably since I was eight or nine. And I, I, there's something very ingrained in me to that when I'm working out with other people there, I I gain a little bit more from that. And it's helpful to be in the same space, participating in the same way. And I think that there are a lot of very positive things that came from, from COVID and, you know, working out at home and virtual workouts and, and having that flexibility to do that, I think is, has been a huge help for a lot of people and has gotten people to be able to move in ways that they hadn't previously I will say though that for me, there's nothing quite like being in a relatively packed studio, counting down 
you know, everybody's sprinting at the same time. You can sort of feel that energy and be a part of it. And there's something that I missed from that. And I think that I don't, I I think that that is shared amongst a, a group of people, certainly. And so tapping back into that is, is what we're trying to do while still honoring all of the different ways that people can move their bodies, right? Like there's a lot of different positive things that we can talk about in fitness without, without putting anything down, you know? So. Yeah, that's definitely our MO as well. We always say that the best way to get a workout in is the one that you'll actually do. <laughs> so the one, 100%, that, absolutely. Yeah, the one that brings you joy is, is probably the one you'll actually do. So do, do that thing. Do that yes. thing. And yeah. for you, it's definitely Rise Nation. And oh, what sure. you you touched on this a little bit, but there's this sense of, and I think anyone who's met you in real life, um, anyone who's who's sort of talked to you, there's this like thread of ambition and drive in you. It's the one of the first probably like thing number two I noticed about <laughs> you. But thing number one was obviously like she's cool and we'll be friends. Um thing thing number two was like she's very driven. Um, and we've, we've talked about how you were an athlete your whole life and you were uh, a college athlete. Can you talk a little bit about where, where your drive and determination comes from? Like, where does a person like you just wake up one morning and say like, I'm going to help you build rise nation. That's a great question. And I, I think part of it comes from just not really taking no for an answer. I'm super stubborn. I get that from my dad for sure. Um, <laughs> My parents are, are wonderful people and, and sort of, and my family really too. I think a lot of it came from a sense of pride in, in sort of who we are and where we came from and that we were hard workers. Um, and I think that that is something that I have taken with me sort of throughout my career, both in medicine and now at Rise Nation. I would say that. I am super grateful to my family, primarily my parents, my siblings. I'm the second of four kids because we all pushed each other. My, my parents didn't really allow, I, I hesitate to say allow, but I think a better way to, to phrase it would be they gave us the opportunity to try and fail. And if we failed, we needed to know why we failed and then try again to make it better the next time. And I was fortunate growing up. I was a relatively bright kid and, you know, I was, I was a happy kid. I, I played a lot of sports. I sort of ran from six in the morning until, you know, <laughs> nine at night on four different teams and did all of that. And my, my parents and my family were super supportive of that. And I think it's a good question because it's one of those innate things that I think I have difficult, I clearly have difficulty describing but I would say just having the sort of dedication of my family and the support to always do my best and mm-hmm. then my desire to actually fulfill that. Just wake up every day and make it happen. Follow up. What's your sign? <laughs> um, I, it's right. My birthday's in two weeks. So Leo, I think. Oh, you're I'm not okay. into it. I'm not into it. So I wish I That's knew. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, okay. you, don't, you don't need to be into it. Uh, Leo tracks <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Like very fiery. I'm a Sagittarius, totally. which is also a fire sign. Um, I am into it. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, can... I, I, it is super interesting. It's just one of the things that I never, yeah, I just never really got, I never really. You don't have time for it. You, well, yeah, you there, there's some things that I, I, I mean, I could, I just, I yeah. put it elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You keep the compartments of your brain full of other things. Uh, I do. I'm a compartmentalizer yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll, that's fine. I'll keep it in my brain for you. Um, <laughs> what, what's interesting too about this whole story is it's like, I, I almost, I feel like the path of you like helping to open Chicago's Rise Nation is super unique because fitness studios are usually corporate, which Rise Nation technically is, or franchise. But the way Rise Nation operates is sort of like corporate, but with leaders in each city. Um, how did you sort of I guess like when you talk about not taking no for an answer, is this one of those situations where you just, where you were like, I'm part of this and we're opening Chicago or was it sort of like a slow burn where you're part of the family? Obviously Meg is going to help us long-term. I think it's a little bit more the latter for Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, all of, so the major business decisions are made by Jason and our COO, Mark Stevenson and, and they have done a wonderful job in, in deciding sort of where to go and when. And we clearly all of that again was a little bit derailed with COVID. And so it is a it's a small business. Um, I would say in terms of like a the leadership team, we have the CEO, the COO, and then the managers of the four different or really of three different studios. And so those are that's how we're making decisions right now. So I was listening to a couple of your your previous podcasts and it's super interesting to hear the stories and and get a sense of of how other places have started because that's sort of where we are. I mean, I know, so Rise Nation has been around now for for almost eight years, but it's still relatively unknown. And there's a lot of things that, that we are, we feel like we're almost trying to reinvent the wheel sometimes. So it's, I think it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Bonnie and Tracy who were from Shred 415 who were talking about how after the first three months, they were like, what, what are we doing wrong? Like, how, how, (laughs) how can we make this work? Like, we know it's great. Um, so I think sometimes having that perspective is, is really helpful because we're, we're entering these cities that, that probably have no, not really a sense of what we do. Um, again, the first climber is relatively unknown. And I would say probably 80 to 85% have walked in the studio so far have never been on a Versa climber before. So we have to introduce that in a way that people understand it, but also want to try it. And at the same time, stay afloat. So, so all those things sort of, anyway, sort of long-winded way of saying, yeah, we are our small business who are, we are just trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And now let's hear from an ambassador who has tried and loved Rise Nation. Hi, my name is Cynthia Griggs and I'm a Sweat Life ambassador uh, for two years now. And I found Rise Nation actually when I was residing back in Dallas, Texas. I currently reside now in Denver, Colorado. And it was a time where they just opened a Dallas location and I heard so much buzz about um, this unique concept of exercise in such a short amount of time. Uh, So, you know, I dragged my husband to try it out because it does look intimidating at first. You never see a machine like this 
um, the Birds to Climber, where they welcomed me with open arms. They explained the process so well, and I just fell in love with the whole idea of um, Rise Nation um, with the bumping lights, the 30 minute quick workout, working all parts of your body. And I was just hooked ever since then. Uh, fast forward to a year later, after my first class, they had auditions to where I really took a leap of faith and auditioned for an instructor role. Um, sure enough, I was selected as one of the six instructors um, to open up their new location in Plano. And I fell in love with the concept and just learning behind the scenes of how to um, show the clients how to work with Versa Climber and just how impactful it is for me to pursue that instructor role. I really love Rise Nation because I love the concept of all the lights going with it be. It's just a DJ in itself with being that good workout and just working on all parts of your body. I love to explain the concept of how to get on the climber and always use a reference as pretend you're a bear climbing up the mountain because it's kind of like a vertical bear crawl, uh, how I kind of interpret it the more I did it. And so I was hooked on making sure the form is consistent and it really does give you that great soreness after the workout. So um, that's how I found about Rise Nation. And that's why I love it Tuesday to where I became instructor back in Dallas. And back to the show. Meg, I know you are extremely busy. I talk to you about this every time I see you. Um, and you are currently teaching a lot of the classes on the schedule at Rise. You're really good at it. <laughs> I, I really you. enjoy your classes. Yeah. Thank you. That's you, really kind. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've taken at this point, like a lot of classes, I'm sure you have too. Um, but there's a clear, like in, there's something intangible about a good instructor and you, you got the thing. Um, what do you get out of teaching though? What, what sort of keeps you coming back? You're very busy. There's so many things. It's a whole nother podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> That's okay. But I think there, so there's a, a couple of things. So beat-based playlists that I get to choose or, you know, get feedback from other people. I get a lot of energy from that, truthfully. I didn't realize how much of a music fan I was until I started teaching. Um, and so the music is huge. I think the most important thing for me, though, is the connection and the community that you build. So when a person comes in for the first time and you can see in the first song or two that they're really struggling and they get through the next several, they get to that resistance song, which is you know, toward, the end of our, toward the end of our playlist. And then they come out on the other side of it and they're like, you know what? I can do this. Like I, you can see it in them. You can see that they're starting to, to, to feel it, starting to, to get it and, and being able to witness that. And it's a short transition, truly. I mean, by the time that's probably like 20 minutes, right? 20 or 22 minutes by the time they get there. And, and it's, it's really incredible to see that from that, from the stage and, and then coming down around and, and sort of adjusting people and making sure that they're comfortable. So, and working hard. Um, so I think that, that personal journey, that individual journey that I see people take. And then in, in sort of a, a greater sense, watching the community build. So we give people the opportunity to introduce themselves either before or after class. And it's really an interesting thing because there's so many great people who come in here that you probably would have no other opportunity to meet. I mean, they may live in your neighborhood. You might see them at, you know, a CVS or a Target or something, but, um, but again, sort of coming back to that sense of community and that group fitness, 
thing, when you get through something really tough, even with strangers, you feel a connection to them. And so there's a, there's a difference walking out of the studio that you didn't necessarily have walking in and being able to be a part of that is I think the main thing that brings me back. You're the, you're the glue. You like being the glue. Um, I, I think the community is the glue. I just yeah. sort of put, I just sort of sprinkle the glue on. I'm, we'll call you the catalyst. Sure. Yes. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the start of the reaction. That's right. um, yeah. Uh, so I, I love sort of hearing like your whole journey, uh, of being a part of Rise Nation. What's something you've learned along the way that you can impart on, on listeners either in or out of the fitness industry? Another great question. I would say this is one of my pieces of advice anyway, like through life, I think, but it certainly applies sort of with this endeavor that we've, that we've taken on with Rise Nation Chicago is the time is going to pass anyway. So if you're thinking about doing something and, and you're looking at it and the timeline for it is maybe it's six weeks or six months or six years, and you're just not really sure if you want to pursue it because of the time it's going to take those six weeks or six months or six years, they're going to pass anyway. So you're going to, you've got to fill that time somehow. So you might as well do something that at the end of it, you'll, you'll be proud of what you did, what you accomplished. So, so that would be my biggest piece of advice for anybody listening in whatever you're doing, right? Like the time is going to pass anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's a 30-minute workout where you could be sitting on the couch or, you know, watching a TV show or, you know, there's a there's a million things to do, right? Like there's all those things that you can see, like everything is hard, right? So you got to choose your hard. Same thing with us. Your life, I love that. Yeah, your life is, the time is going to pass anyway. You might as well do it in pursuit of something that you will be proud of. That's a, that's a good call to arms to just do hard things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's a big mantra of mine. And one of the things that I tell my nieces and my nephew. Yeah. Yeah. You can do hard things. Like if it's hard, you can do hard things. Yeah. Um, Meg, I know I I can and probably will uh, talk to you forever. However, my last question for you is what is one big piece of advice you would give to someone who's walking into a Rise Nation for the first time, maybe seeing a Versa Climber for the first time? Congratulations. Truly. I mean, it's a, it's a big step to walk in here and it takes a lot to make that first step. I would say, so what I tell people when they walk in here is get on the climber, take as many breaks as you need. So the Versa Climber will humble you, whether you have not worked out since COVID started, or if you've been a high rocks competitor or CrossFit games competitor and are super athletic and fitness is your passion. You, no matter what you do, you'll be humbled. But the great thing about it is that it's self-regulating. So it is possible for anyone anywhere in their fitness journey to be a part of one of these classes and to get an incredible workout for them. So a couple things that I also will tell people is that it's 30 minutes on a Versa Climber. So your hands and feet might get a little bit numb and tingly that happens and it's normal. Um, So you can Take that time, take a break, shake out your hands, wiggle your toes. And if you want to, you can even take your shoes off and climb in your socks. A lot of people do that. We have several instructors who'll do that when they're taking the classes. So I would say, like I said, congratulations. We're excited to have you. It's 
it is a new and different experience and you should be proud of yourself for even walking in here and you'll be even more proud of yourself when you walk out. Dr. Meg, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Yeah. Happy to do it. I'm just like, so I'm so excited and humbled and grateful to have you in our corner. Um, Gina, you reached out to me before we were even open. So you reached out in April when it was sort of the, the high time of things not finishing with our contractor and just like really trying to be finished um, and get done in time for the sweat working week. And I appreciate your constant support, your ability to mobilize a group of people to sort of find their movement in the way that they need and they want to. And you clearly run a really, really great podcast and a wonderful business. And we appreciate you. Oh man, what a great note to end on. (laughs) Thank you so much. This has been another episode of We Got Goals, another thing that's better with friends. Thanks to Dr. Meg Flynn for joining me. And remember, if you want to try Rise Nation for yourself, you can take advantage of an incredible offer. Use code FREECLASS, no spaces, F-R-E-E-C-L-A-S-S to get a free first class at rise-nation.com. Another big thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing, Ryan Baruga for video production, and to you, our listeners, for subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. 